I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome to Time Out Tuesday. Today's guided meditation will be an extended breathing exercise, but first I'd just like to provide some commentary and context. The world is always changing. It's always in a state of change. However, sometimes those changes hit us more closely to home if we feel that it relates to us, our families, or our lived experience, we feel those changes very strongly when we're identified with our identities. And one of the things that I recognized is the events that are occurring right now in America were overwhelming. (laughs) I think that in this day and age, when you have 24-hour news cycles, which takes place whether you're watching the news or if you're plugged into social media, you get all of these continuous updates about various situations that provide different stress points. It's the only way I can think of saying it. And if we are continuously subjecting ourselves to that, whether for the intention of being informed or to do the informing, that can be incredibly draining So I made the decision yesterday to do something that I I do really every month, which is to delete my social media apps. And an amazing thing happens. Whenever I do that, I feel an increased sense of calm arising. And I don't think that it's necessarily being created. I think that I've just removed something that was covering a bit of my calm or my my true calm, which is, you know, always there. My nature is calmness. And I recommend this. (laughs) The world can do without us for a day or a week, or even a month or more. And I find that when I remove those those sources of, of inputs, I have more space. I think it's a difference between muting your television when the news is on and then just completely turning off your TV. (laughs) Those are different. When the TV is muted, you're still seeing images. You're still maybe seeing, you know, the subtitles. When the TV is off, it doesn't provide any of that. You're left with this calm and this quiet, which I think is very, very healthy. And so when I woke up today, I forced myself to take a shower and go on a long walk around my beautiful city here in Cabo Verde. And it was great. I I ended up seeing some friends during my walk and I just rested under the shade of a tree and just looked out on the ocean, which is a beautiful gift. And even if you're not by the ocean, I recommend that you put your phone on silent (laughs) and go for a walk wherever you are for however long it takes you to be truly present in nature and not fixated on the different thoughts that are in your mind. Because thoughts can can overwhelm us when we give our attention to them. And it doesn't mean that we don't care or that we're not doing what we can, but we must allow ourselves 
that space to recharge and be connected to our true nature, which is peace. It's from that space that we can do what we can to shine our light and hopefully create positive outcomes. But we can't even be attached to that. We can only do what we can and step back. So during my walk, I, I had a lot of thoughts and I I stopped a couple of times to write them down. But But one of the thoughts I had was, you know, if you think of a flower, beautiful sunflower, it's taking the sun it needs, it's taking the nutrients it needs from the soil, the water, from rain or condensation, and it's just growing. It blooms. It's not concerned about what's going on in the world. It's just living, a thriving, blooming being a source of beauty for all. And I thought about, you know, what's the difference between you and that flower? I think it's your mind. It's the thoughts that get created that we start to believe and place our attention on. And we weave these stories. And those, you know, those connections that we are creating with our own minds can be a source of beauty or they can be a source of stress. And as I thought more and more about, you know, this podcast and and being a space for healing and rejuvenation and peace, it really means that I have to be at peace if I'm wanting to share peace. We have to be at peace in order to exhibit that quality to others. If we're feeling disoriented or in the midst of turmoil, we can't really communicate a message of peace from that state. So I just think that there is beauty in disconnecting however long you need to, to recenter yourself and be reacquainted with what you truly are, which is peace. And I I thought too about this idea of, of your truest self and why we're not able to, to recognize you know, our true nature as this awareness, this peace, this freedom. And I thought about it like looking at a, a beautiful, massive waterfall, which I love waterfalls. So you're looking at this waterfall and you're just overwhelmed by the power and the beauty. It's It's you're seeing different rainbows appear in the waterfall. It's enchanting. So because you have all this focus on the waterfall, you don't see the cave of wonders behind it. It's filled with gold and treasures and jewels. You don't see that because you're so focused on the beauty and the enchanting beauty of the waterfall. I think it's the same with our minds. We are so enchanted by our minds, the waterfalls, that we we can get wrapped up in it. We can see all of these little nuances. We can create these new stories and these new yeah, these these new manifestations. We can we can create using this mind and this form. But to go beyond the mind means to find this even greater treasure, this cave of wonders, which is our truest self. And so we have to strip away that veil of the mind that's seems to be covering 
this cave, but it can never cover the cave. It just appears to. The true self that we are is always there. The mind doesn't have the power to cover it. It's only our attention to the mind that seems to cover the self. So when when we change our attention, when we focus on that peace and beauty, when we go on the walk and focus on the nature around us, you know, look at the sky and watch the clouds, look at the flowers that are blooming, the trees that are providing glorious shade, thankfully, <laughs> body of water in motion. You know, when we're in, in, in the moment and truly appreciating and enjoying the nature that surrounds us, that's the cave of wonder. When we're not being encumbered by the mind, which is really just, the mind is just a collection of thoughts. When we're able to just allow those thoughts to come and go without getting so attached to every little thought and building you know, an even greater story out of it, we are allowing ourselves to be at peace, which is what we are. It's only through our own actions and our own thoughts that we get disconnected from that peace that we are. So when I was walking today, I, I took time out also to read this book that I love. Um, it's The Wisdom of Bunkei, which he was this amazing Japanese Zen master who I actually learned about from a writing that Sri Muji did. And um, perhaps I'll use a Wisdom Wednesday to talk more about Bunkei because his story is unbelievable and his wisdom is just, to me, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. And this, um, this dialogue that I read from that book, which I'll, I'll include the name and author of the book in the episode notes, just really um, impacted me. So here's the dialogue. So a monk says to Bunkei, it took much hard practice for the great Zen masters of the past to penetrate great enlightenment so deeply. From what I have heard, your own realization also came only after many hardships. Someone like me, who hasn't engaged in any practice or arrived at any enlightenment, couldn't possibly achieve true peace of mind simply by perceiving the necessity of living in the unborn Buddha mind and staying just as I am. And Banke replies, it's like this. A group of travelers climbing through a stretch of high mountains gets thirsty, and one of them strikes out and makes his way far down into the valley to fetch water. It's not easy, but he finally finds some and brings it back and gives his companions a drink. Don't those who drink without having exerted themselves quench their thirst the same as the one who did? I'll read that again. Don't those who drink without having exerted themselves quench their thirst the same as the one who did? Now, if a person refused to drink the water because he felt that doing so was wrong, there wouldn't be any way 
to quench his thirst. My own struggle was undertaken mistakenly because I didn't meet up with a clear-eyed master. Eventually, though, I discovered the Buddha mind for myself. Ever since, I have been telling others about theirs, so they'll know about it without going through that ordeal, just as those people drink water and quench their thirst without having to go and find it for themselves. So you see, everyone can use the innate Buddha mind just as it is and achieve a trouble-free peace of mind without resorting to any misguided austerities. Don't you think that this is an invaluable teaching? It's incredible. I love this this guy. He's amazing. So he actually went through 20 years of extreme, extreme struggle to try to, to understand this, as he calls it, Buddha mind, the unborn, that within us that is changeless, the observer, the awareness. And this monk is asking him, you know, it took these Zen masters so much effort to become enlightened. So how can I achieve peace of mind just by staying as I am? You know, and he's kind of suggesting, wouldn't I have to go through all of those hardships? And so Banke tells him this amazing analogy, which is, you know, these travelers are climbing mountains, get thirsty, and one goes to find water. And the same way, you know, we can think of Banke's efforts to become enlightened as being the one going to go get the water. And this person who finds the water brings it back up for everyone. And everyone who drinks the water is no longer thirsty. And so Banke is saying that, you know, this one person went through all of that effort to get that water, to get that enlightenment, so that he could bring it back to others to allow them to achieve that enlightenment, that quenched thirst, without going through all of this effort. So the masters are giving us this guide, this map to get to peace instantly, without taking all of that work, without, you know, becoming aesthetics and and giving up, you know, life as they know it, just to recognize this changeless. To me, it's, it's, you know, it's the simple fact of recognizing that you can watch your thoughts, which lets you know that you're not the mind, because you wouldn't be able to do that if you were the mind, if your brain was, was in control. No, the fact that you're able to see your thoughts is the alert that you're beyond that. It's such a simple thing. It's this minor adjustment in our perception that allows us to see the real. It's peeking around that waterfall and realizing the cave is there. It's, 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 such, a, it's such an amazing thing. And, and so often we, we, we think of it as such a hard thing that we have to climb this mountain to get to this cave. And we neglect to see the bridge that's right at our feet. Masters like Banke give us that bridge. Sri Muji 
is a bridge that allows us to have instant recognition of what we truly are. We just have to bypass this veil, this waterfall that is the mind that gets our attention every time. (laughs) Because we're so used to identifying with our thoughts and reacting to them that to be without it seems, seems strange. So this peace is always available to us because it is our true nature. Peace is what we are. So we have to eliminate those seeming veils or waterfalls that are preventing us from accessing that peace. The example I gave with social media is one, you know, but what are the other things that are veiling your true nature is peace. Identify that and then you can recognize what you need to do to be what you are, which is peace. How can you eliminate those, those seeming distractions to be your truest nature? So this ended up being a talk about peace instead of a guided meditation. <laughs> but if you've made it through this long, I still would like to provide a moment or two of space to just breathe. I always like to do my guided meditations with my eyes closed. And even as I record this, my eyes will be closed because it helps me to close out the sense of sight, which is so influential in our lives. So if, if you'd like, you can close your eyes. If you don't want to or can at this time, that's okay too. This is a very non-traditional guided meditation segment today. So in this space of peace, I just want to invite you to take a calming breath in through your nose. Hold it for just, we're going to just do three counts. And then release it gently through your mouth. So this sounds like inhaling for three. Holding for three. And then exhaling for three. So inhaling for three. One, two three, holding for three, exhaling, exhaling, in, one, two, three, Hold, exhale, so the count is the length of time that you're inhaling, it's a little bit difficult to do both at the same time on my end, but you're just going to take a gentle breath in through your nose for those three seconds, hold for three seconds, release for three seconds. We'll repeat this three more times and I'll just indicate when you inhale, hold and then exhale. 
So inhale, hold, exhale, inhale, hold, exhale, one more time, inhale, Hold, exhale, beautiful, in this space, it's empty space, fresh with your breathing, we're reminded that breath is life. Regulating our breath reminds us of a simple, simple way to get in touch with life, what we truly are. Through calming the breath, we calm the mind and we recognize that all of the things around us will continue on their own. The world can do without us for a little while. We recenter, we reconnect with what we truly are. And as we live in that space more and more, we're simply being that awareness, what we truly are. Natural peace, joy, and love is there. It doesn't require us to do anything we don't have to climb that mountain to find the cave of wonder. We just look. We look through the sheen of that waterfall of the mind. And we know that our true nature is ever-present. It's always there, just waiting for us to recognize it. We know there's no separation we are that. And so despite whatever's happening around you, near or far, in the world or online, give yourself permission to reconnect with this peace that you are. Recharge here work and love and communicate from this space of infinite joy and peace. And that will become your fragrance. The, the way that you move throughout the world will be colored by this brilliant bright light, the brightest light. Our Buddha mind, our Buddha nature unborn awareness and peace and that is what I always wish for you so thank you for taking these moments to explore the notion of peace and to just simply breathe being in the moment of now it is in this space that we will always meet because we are one so I thank you 
for being here. Namaste.